It's time for Love Talk with your hosts, Kathy and Carrie. And welcome to Love Talk. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Thank you for joining us. We are thrilled to be here with you on KTXW, the Bridge Austin Central Texas Christian Talk. We are building bridges of love and leadership today, friends, and it's a beautiful time in Texas. It's a beautiful time to be in Texas. God is working as we lead with love across Texas and across America. Well, you have found the love ladies. I'm Kathy Endebrock, and with me today is yours truly, Coach Carrie Brinkader. Coach Carrie, it's great to have you with us today. Hey, Cap. Great to be here. Man, it is beautiful in Central Texas right now. Holy cow. I mean, the temperatures in the 50s, the sun is out. It's just gorgeous out there. Now, only if you're standing in the sun, though. <laughs> okay. If you're, if you're in the shade, it's quite chilly. Um, but uh, if you're standing in the sun, it's just a gorgeous day. What about Idaho? You guys have had quite a bit of snow, right? Well, it just snowed yesterday. Can you believe it? I, you know, Eric and I were sitting around talking about my daddy's 80th birthday. He turns 80 this Aww, Sunday. Can't believe it. it. And so we were sharing a coffee, and all of a sudden we look out the window, and Coach carried the biggest flakes I think I've ever seen. They must have, I mean, they look like they were almost an inch in diameter. These massive, massive flakes were just falling from the sky. It was absolutely gorgeous. Caught it on video. I keep meaning to uh put it on Facebook and Instagram, and I I just haven't made time to do that yet. But so we had some beautiful snowfall yesterday, which means some great skiing. It'll probably, you know, just burn off of all the the streets and sidewalks today, but it'll stay up on the mountains. So we're really loving it. I love, Coach Carrie, that you say if you're standing in the sunshine. And friends, you know, (laughs) today we want to stand in the sunshine as our beautiful Mm -hmm. First Lady of Love, Miss Evelyn, would say. That's sunshine spelled S O N shine. We want to stand in the sunshine that is Jesus Christ as he is the light of the world and the light uh, that illuminates our steps as we uh, walk out and on the path forward that he has for us. And it is a beautiful Saturday morning and we're so glad to be with everyone. Friends, we just want to ask you, how has your week been? You know, Coach Carrie and I, we love that every Saturday, kind of at the end of the week, we get to spend time with you. We get to check in with you. And we've been talking about starting out well. And, you know, we're coming to the end of January, Coach Carrie, so we need to end mm-hmm. January well. Have we accomplished everything in January that we want to accomplish? How's your hope? How's your hope doing? We've been talking a lot about hope and New Year's resolutions and saying no to negativity. How are you doing with it, Coach Carrie? Wow. You know, when you just said we're we're coming here at the end of January, I know we are, but holy cow, where did January go? <laughs> I agree. It's been um it's been fast rides so far. Yes, you know, say no to negativity. My husband kind of um shocked me yesterday. He doesn't get very sentimental uh very easily. He's really just kind of an even keel guy, you know, doesn't get too high, doesn't get too low. And uh, he said yesterday as we were discussing the kids, um, you know, Mackenzie's graduating this May and then Logan is next May. He'll be graduating high school. And he said, Carrie, these eight next 18 months are going to fly by. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, it was almost a punch in the gut because he never says things like that. It's always me being the sentimental one, like, oh, you know, they're going to be leaving the nest. And 
when he said it, I was like, oh, my stars, you're right. And, you know, these programs that we've done, Kathy, have just been a good center for me to, you know, say no to negativity. Goodness, I got these kids in the house for 18 more months, you know. Say no to negativity. Figure out a way to turn situations into a positive or a learning experience and definitely stay away from the negativity of of, of just you know, day-to-day living, we can find joy in anything that we do and uh, cultivating hope, looking forward to the future. So, you know, um, absolutely, Kathy, these the last few programs have resonated with me highly for sure. Well, you know, you can always go to your favorite podcast, look up Love Talk Network on your favorite podcast site, and you will see those programs in there that we've uh, posted in our in our archives, and I especially like the one on the New Year's resolution, really taking mm-hmm. courage for what's ahead. Yeah. And I think sometimes mm-hmm. we can feel so discouraged. And friends, I want to tell you, if you're feeling discouraged today, that's the enemy working in your life. The enemy actively works to take courage out of you, to discourage you. But Jesus actively works to put courage into you, to encourage you. And that's what his word is all about, putting courage into you. He says to be strong and courageous, not to be fearful or afraid of them, because he does go before you. He is with you and will never abandon or forsake you. That's the promise we have for him, not just going into this new year, but going into each new day. As that sun crests up over the horizon, we have those fresh mercies from him and those promises that are renewed afresh every day. Well, Coach Kerry, you know, there's so much happening that is exciting Mm -hmm. right now. We had this really neat Supreme Court decision handed down, and, you know, it flashed across my screen that we have State Board of Education uh, primaries coming up in the state of Texas, and I thought, you know, Kathy Enderbrock, you really don't know enough about the importance of a State Board of Education. Mm -hmm. What is the election process? How important are the primaries? What district are you even in? How do you vote? Mm -hmm. I just, I really have no idea. So we decided to get just a great friend on the program who knows this inside and out. And we're excited to have her join us for uh, today's program. We're going to be introducing her in just a moment. Yeah, you know, Kathy, I had to do quite a bit of research as we uh, prepared for this program, and I'm so glad that you brought all of this to my attention. I had started seeing the signs um, uh, for the State Board of Education um, elections coming up, and I always vote. Um, hence, I got a jury summons in the mail this week. Um, so I will Congratulations. Be, I know. Yes, yes. I will be doing my civic duty here in the next couple of weeks. Um, but so thankful for the process that we have and for our democracy and um, how we can always vote in every single election. A lot of times we think, oh, it's just the primaries. I don't want to vote in the primaries, you know, no big deal. But I say go to the polls every time they are open and know what you're walking into. And so we're going to get to discuss that today. Kathy, um, you know, it's just been a wild ride here recently um, with Logan turned 17 this past week. Wow. Um, yeah, and I know Faithy just turned 17 as well. Yes. And so, you know, it's just so fun. 17, it just, they sound old, right? <laughs> they do. I can't what believe it. What about us? 
Well, you know, I, I have to tell you because Aaliyah just turned 21, too. Now, oh, yeah, just right. think about, you know, going to a place and having your daughter order a glass of wine, and it's like, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> this is it's all okay. going to be fine. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I love that. looks like you guys had a nice uh, ski trip with all the daughters and uh, and the 21-year-old's boyfriend as well. Yes, we did. It was a lot of fun. We're getting we're getting to know him quite well. He is an A and M student, and as you know, last year uh, we did look into whether it was legal or not for an A and M student to uh, to date a, a Baylor student, and we were all assured that that was legal. So uh, right. they have been they've been dating now and uh, just having a, a really great time getting to know everyone. And so Ali has been spending some time with his parents, and he's been spending some time with us and he's just a, a super great kid and uh they're just enjoying spending time together so we're just you know kind of holding the future loosely and seeing what god has for them they're praying about it and we're praying about it and we'll we'll see what's next that's awesome what a fun time in life right yeah you know we've got kids uh in college you do and mine are about to graduate high school i mean it's just such a fun time. So listening friends, I know some of you guys have been wondering how Logan's doing after his surgery. We've hit the four week mark of uh, non-weight bearing. So uh, we have four more weeks to go of non-weight bearing and then he will progress to two crutches with some weight bearing and then one crutch with some weight bearing. We've still got a long road ahead of us, but one month down, uh, eight months to go um, till full recovery, but he's doing very well and, uh, and working hard to, to get healthy. So that's been a journey as well. Well, Kathy, our key verses today um, are wrapped around educating ourselves and parents we know that education starts at home that parents we are it, we are of number one importance when it comes to teaching our children yes they are in the schools and they learn academics at school but we want them to hide the word of the lord in their heart so that when they come up against hard things at school um, that they can navigate it Psalm 119.66, teach me good discernment and knowledge, for I believe in your commandments. And then John 17.15, I do not ask you to take them out of the world, but to keep them from the evil one. Kathy, that one really resonates. You know, we, we want our kids to be in the world, but not of this world, mm-hmm. right? And so we want them to be able to have that scripture in their heart so they can discern between good and evil, just like we will be making discerning decisions as we head to the polls for these primaries. You know, that's true. I think there's such a discussion around um, putting our kids in that public space and, you know, when are they ready to handle it? Well, you know, I'll tell you, if they're teaching our um, sons and daughters um, about uh, really inappropriate subjects when they're in kindergarten and first grade, you know, such as you know, sexualized uh, identity and like that, I say, hey, you know what? My kid's not ready for that. Um, One of the things that I love is that we are able to step in and say, yeah, you're not teaching my children that. So, uh, you know, I love that this public space, really parents are waking up and finding that we have a say in what they're teaching our kiddos in the public school system. And uh, the person that we have on today, boy, she is just going to... uh, 
rattle the chains a bit and shake things up and give us some information. You know, I, I just tie it directly back to this verse in Psalm 19. Teach me good discernment and knowledge. Friends, we may ask you every week, how, how are you going But we might even ask you, how are you growing? Because we need to be growing in discernment and knowledge. And part of today's program is really about that, helping us to grow in the knowledge and discernment of what we can do um, to affect that public space that we send our kiddos to for, gosh, seven or eight hours every day, Monday through mm-hmm. Friday. I want to go ahead and introduce our guest, uh, Coach Carrie. I know that we're kind yeah. of getting towards the end of our first segment. Well, our guest that we have with us today, her name is Donna Garner. Now, she retired after 33 years in the classroom teaching grades five all the way through to the college level. She was appointed by President Reagan and reappointed by President Bush to serve on the National Commission on Migrant Education in the late 80s and 90s. She was additionally selected to serve on the English Language Arts and Reading and Writing Team for Texas when the TEKS education standards were developed for the public schools in the late 90s and then again uh, in revisions through 2008 to 2017. So she's been in this very recently. Donna worked for two and a half years as a writer researcher for Scott and White's um, hospital, their program worth the wait. It was an abstinence program under the direct supervision of a practicing OBGYN specialist. So she keeps herself informed. She's also a writer consultant for an online tutorial to help students ages 10 through 100 to learn English skills. She's an Upton Sinclair award winner in education and an education policy commenter for uh, education views. She spends a great deal of her time researching, writing, and publishing about political, social, and educational issues for her thousands of contacts as a volunteer service to her Texas community. She is a recent widower of 58 years of marriage. She enjoys her two sons, two daughters-in-law, and five grandchildren. Wow, this is a busy gal. She continues to be an active member of her local church and supporter of many pro-life and pro-family organizations. Welcome to Love Talk, Donna Garner. Thank you very much. I appreciate being with you girls. Y'all are so precious. I love you about your families, your children, your husbands, grand, you know, of course, grandchildren one of these days and praying for these marriages, for these precious children. And I know you do the, what we did. We prayed from the very beginning with each one of our children that God had exactly the right person and that he was going to prepare them all along the way so that they would fit together beautifully when God brought them together. Mm. And so far, you know, the daughters-in-law have been, they're just precious for our son, two, two sons. And we have two, we have five grandchildren, too, are now engaged. And so we're really excited. And those girls are just precious. Just we couldn't have picked them out any better. God has a perfect plan and he knows all the details. Well, Donna, we are going to look forward to getting to know you, hearing about your beautiful family, and hearing about the State Board of Education elections coming up and what we can do to get ourselves informed. We're going to take a break and hear from our amazing Love Talk sponsors. They are our good friends. They're going to take care of you, whatever your needs might be, friends, and you stay with us. We're going to be back for more Love Talk right after this.
Hello, friends, and welcome back to Love Talk. Coach Carrie Brinkater here. It is great to have you today joining us with the love ladies, Kathy Endebrock and myself. And we're joined today by a good friend of ours, Donna Garner. Donna uh, was a teacher for 33 years um, and has been highly involved since her retirement in all things education. Um, and if you did not catch our last segment, you can go back uh, to our archives at Love Talk Network and hear her whole bio because it is vast. She has done so many things, uh, but we're so thankful that you're here today joining us, Donna. Now, Donna, we know you and we love you, and our listening friends are excited to get to know you today. Would you share with us how you came to know that Jesus loves you? Well, it was in college. I had been raised a Christian home, a wonderful Christian home, but very much just uh, religious, very active in the church, but did not know Jesus Christ. And one day, my friend, my dear friend in college, just uh, said a very common thought that she was she was had been a Christian for a long time, and she just made a statement about how we had to come to know Jesus Christ before we could be a child of the King. I didn't, you know, I'd been in church all those years, and I promise I'd never heard that. It just quickened my heart, and the Lord just cut through it. You know how he cuts through bone and marrow with his word, and it touched my heart. I became a Christian and uh, was filled with the Holy Spirit later on, and just, uh, I'm just a common everyday person, and I'm telling you, it is amazing what God can do with common everyday people when he does the work, and if I'll just let him do it and trying to do it myself which is the problem then it always you know he always has this marvelous plan and he goes before us and before I got on the show this morning uh you know I went through and put my armor on from Ephesians 6 I put my helmet on which is the helmet of salvation I put my breastplate on which is the God's approval I put my shield of faith which is going to stop the fire arrows from Satan himself. I put my sword of the spirit on. I've got my Bible over there on the bed, and I'd already had my time with the Lord this morning in the word. And I put on the belt of truth. And, y'all, that's important because that says there is truth. Mm -hmm. That means Mm -hmm. there's right and there's wrong. Mm -hmm. And there's truth. And it doesn't change. The word never changes. And then I've got my shoes on so I can run and preach the good news and the peace of Jesus Christ. So I'm ready to go. Love you that. are. I, I love that. You are ready to go. And we love that you are fully prepared to share the good news of Christ. I think whenever our feet are fitted with the gospel of peace, he's going to take us to some amazing places that we never imagined that we would go. And, uh, Donna, you've been to some amazing places, uh, serving Presidents Reagan, serving President Bush, uh, developing curriculums, developing standards for the state of Texas and our schools. You know a lot about what is happening with, uh, education in our nation. And so I have a, a question is we see the different signs about the State Board of Education and the different and the elections coming up. Um, how, how 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 does it impact us what what does it matter i mean i think of county school board elections and i understand how that very definitely impacts my community right where i'm at but this is a state board of education 
how how does our election how does our vote really impact um, what happens in our own county when we when we elect these state officials? Okay, I'm gonna get I'm gonna tell you all some things uh, for all your listening audience, and uh, I think these will be helpful things. I try to be very practical. You know, I as I say, I'm just an average person, but I've got a wonderful God. And he lifted me up and took me, and I know this, y'all, and this is what all mothers, fathers, all of us must remember, that God is always preparing us for what lies ahead. So whatever he does in your life, he is getting you ready for what he has in the future. And I could definitely see that. My husband was a coach for many years, 40 years, and we were in 14 different school districts around Texas. Uh, you know, each one, each time there was a preparation. And so... I'm not anything special, but I have a special God. And so anyway, I'm 80 years old and have been highly involved in education in Texas since, uh, you know, early in the, I stayed home for 12 years with our children. Uh, and then when I came back to teaching after that, then, uh, you know, I taught the rest of the time until 2000. Then I left the public schools, went to private schools, private Christian schools, charter schools, uh, online uh, schools, uh, all kinds of environments. So I've, I think I've done them all, y'all. <laughs> I just, you know, God had a plan. He wanted me to do that. And each place, though, I've been highly involved with the elected State Board of Education in Texas. We're very blessed in Texas because we as voters do have an elected State Board of Education. They're not appointed. For a while in history in Texas, they were, and it was a disaster. We had no opportunity. They only listened to the person who appointed them. So we're very mm-hmm. blessed. But to be blessed, we have to be alert to what's going on. And that's what I want to do. I want to tell people how they can contact me, for one thing. I'm always glad to help anybody and everybody. My And if people would just write this down, because we don't have time today, obviously, for me to go into all the different things. But I, have, I write, research, and publish. I receive nothing for what I do except the blessings from the Lord. And uh, that way I don't have to answer to anybody but the Lord himself. <laughs> I have a board of directors. I can write whatever the Lord directs me to write. And so right or wrong, it, it is just, it is out there. And I always put the links. I try to document very carefully. I was an English language arts reading teacher for many, many years. So I know how to research. I know how to write. I know how to document and I try to document so that people literally can prove me wrong. I mean, I try to give them the links and expect them to do that because I definitely make mistakes, of course. So I want to give them my email address and some contact information and so that they can go because there's so much today for them to learn. They can go to these resources. They're free for everybody and everyone can use them. And then when they go to the polls to vote for the State Board of Education, they're going to know at least some information, and I'm very honest in what I write. Believe me, you know, I go through, I interview these people, I vet these people, I know most of these people, I've worked with most of these people behind the scenes. I'm always glad to help particularly conservative Christians, which I've done for many, many years. I've helped run, get people to run. I've done, uh, been active in behind the scenes and helping them write their pieces, their campaign pieces, so they always look good. And they always make a favorable impression. Uh, then I also, you know, help them once they get on the board. Uh, I mean, I, I just have done a lot with a lot of different people in, you know, 80 years, obviously. So anyway, uh, I'm going to give them some different things. And if people want to just jot these things down, my email address 
is W-G-A-R-N-E-R-1 at H-O-T dot R-R dot com. Now, used to, when people would see or when the Internet would see H-O-T, they thought that was a porn site. So <laughs> it stands for Heart of Texas. So don't let, don't let your computer block it. But anyway, that was funny for a while. But okay, it, so uh, Donna, is that, so that's W Garner, G-A-R-N-E-R, and the number one? Yes. And the number one at hot.rr.com. Yes. Okay, wonderful. And I wonderful. publish all the time on the MeWe. I'm on Getter. I'm on uh, uh, USA Life. I'm on Gab.com. I do, and I encourage people, if they'll just write to me, if they would like to be put on my constant contact list. And I pay for that myself each month. It comes out of my pocket. It's nothing. It's free to the person who is on the list. But the constant contact is where I really like for people to go because then I can use it and I can send out as many as I need to there without having any limitations. So that's, uh, they'll just write to me. I will email them back and they can mm-hmm. click on the link and then they can be put on the constant contact list and read my articles. And there, I'm also on edviews.org, E-D-V-I-E-W-S.org. I publish there a lot. The webmaster is a dear friend of mine, and we've been doing this together for, I guess, 35 years. Mm. Well, so, and now, Donna, I have a question for you. On MeWe, Getter, USA Life, and Gab, is it just a Donna Garner, D. Garner, Donna G.? Do you have a standard? Right. And I, when I send, when people write to me, uh, I will send them, and in my signature line, I have all of that. At the okay. Oh, okay. So you have the link. to reach me if they want to. Well, that's excellent. We just really appreciate that. And one of the things that I love is, like you said, you go and interview these candidates. And I think that a lot that we see these days is that we'll get people that will only interview, say, one party over the other, and they actually won't get to know the other party. Now, you do have a saying um, in recent years, it hasn't always been this way, but when the Democrat Party got their when their platform really shifted to a far left position, when they took got out of their platform, when they started to go pretty extreme LGBTQ, very pro-abortion and anti-life, and when they started to take these extreme steps, you now have a, a, a standard where you say, look, I, I will interview the Democrats. I will give you information about them. However, Based on their platform as a party and what they are sworn to uphold, you simply don't vote and you don't encourage voting for Democrats um, at, at these times, at this moment, until their platform actually takes a shift back. But but you do continue to interview the candidates and get to know the candidates. And I love that if someone is interested in running and getting out there and starting to run for political office, you're also happy for those individuals to reach out to you. And while you may not be able to help them directly, you can connect them and refer them. Is that correct? Oh, yes. And I, you know, you're just exactly right. In fact, when I send my articles out, I research, I write all the time on education, political and edu- and social issues. When I send those articles out, I send them to, you know, all of the 
uh, state board members, uh, no matter what side of the aisle they're on. I also send them out, of course, to people all over the country that are both on both sides of the aisle. I don't really care. I just want to give information. I try to be factual. And it's, it's really interesting because I always start with the type one, and this is important for people. And when you write to me, when you write a, a, a email to me, if you could put in your email what specifically you'd like me to email you back, uh, I will be glad to do that. I always start with a chart, and it's called the type one versus type two chart. And this came to me, I had been praying and praying back in 20. 13, because Obama had just come in, you know, as you remember, he came in in 2010. Actually, in 2009, I was already fighting it because I knew what he was going to do. I knew he was going to choose Linda Darling Hammond, and she was going to direct his education path. And uh, people can say what they want to, and people will say, oh, Obama was a failed president. Actually, he was very successful because he managed, because of what he did with the Obama Common Core, he managed to steal every school in America, and that was exactly an impossibility, but he did it. And he then ended up stealing the hearts, minds, and souls of so many of our students in all different levels, all the way through 16, K through 16, pre-K through 16. And that set our kids up then because they had moved from type one to type two during his tenure. Then that set them up to be ready in 2017 and 18 for the riots because they had been groomed. They started out, it's, it's the frog in the boiling water. You start out and you help kids to become socially educated on the social justice agenda and you help them to be tolerant, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, great. The next step then is it moves, They once they're tolerant, then they move into accepting. Okay, great. Now they move across uh, a step at a time until then they become advocates and then they become militants. That's the progression. And I have, you know, I tried starting early on in Obama's tenure. You know, he came in with Race to the Top funds, offered those funds uh, to all the, tech, the commissioners of education across the United States. And they were only too glad to have all those federal funds. Not even mm-hmm. thinking, goodness, could there be some strings attached? Like there have never been any federal funds given ever that didn't have strings attached. <laughs> that go by so they signed on but the problem was in the small print you see there'd been a law and there still is a law see common court was never voted on by congress ever nobody ever has ever voted on that that was all obama and his executive orders he decided that he was going to overlook the law that said that congress was never supposed to have any authority at all over curriculum content now they could have curriculum standards but they could never have any 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 uh, content or control over the content of the curriculum. So he ignored that. So what he did in the small print and race to the top, it said, for you to get the federal funding as a commissioner of your state, then you had to swear that you would teach the common core standards, which is curriculum. But there was one little problem. 
that was that the standards had not been written yet when the commissioners all signed on. So they signed on to something they didn't even know what they were signing on to. Well, you know, it's kind of interesting. It's like, let's just pass the bill and then read what's inside of it. And so I think that now I think parents are really starting to wake up. We, you know, maybe turned a blind eye to Common Core. We we looked possibly at how ridiculous the math was. We've definitely seen that it hasn't borne out in our schools um, any higher scores. The scores have actually dropped because of it. And I think now parents are starting to say, hey, we need to really step up and pay attention to what is happening within our education process. And I think when we talk about um, electing our our presidential seat, that's incredibly important. But also, <clears throat> as the State Board of Education um, increasingly now is, is at the forefront, it's important. And as you said, Donna, we're able to elect those officials. And so I love now that parents are starting to go to school board meetings. They're starting to get involved. They're starting to really pay attention to what is being taught to their children that when we talk about the State Board of Education, I mean, there's something that even comes up if we want to start uh, looking at the candidates are running. We have to even figure out what educational district we are in. Can you talk to us about, for our listeners, um, if, if they were to go to a site to, to start to find out what even educational district they're in, where, where would they go to even start getting information on this? At first, they come, they write to me. Okay? okay, and they ask for the State Board of Education document that I've just created. Okay, okay, because at the top of that, there are links that will tell you which how you go. You just click on the link, and you can go right to the place that tells you what State Board of Education district you're in. Then you can go to another link and find out who's running. Then you read the comments that I have. Once you know your district, uh, then and there's some explanation there on the sheet that you'll see all kinds of things. But anyway, once you see the district, then you will see who the candidates are. And that's where I've gone through, vetted, you know, said what I have vetted on these different candidates, uh, who they are, what they are, what, you know, so forth and so on. And so that document is really important. It's it's exactly what people need. It's, it's I wrote actually two parts to it. It's a, for part one, part two. But I've gone, you know, the second is fine because it takes you know, takes you back to what I wrote in part one. Mm-hmm. I love that you've uh, gone to the work to do that, Donna, because um, yesterday, uh, well, earlier this week, I, I got on and started looking around. Okay, um, I'm going to go to the State Board of Education website, right? And that turns out, turns out to be the tea.texas.gov. And then I can go and I can look and see who the the State Board of Education uh, members are, but it's very laborious to try to even figure out which district you're in. Um, Our district representative is actually from the city of Florence, uh, which is just down the road here from Georgetown. But if you don't know the area very well, you may not know, um, you know, who who your representative is. It'll show um, but that's the longest length that I'm giving to, giving to you. Well, I love that. I love that. So yeah. we need our also that, friends. That TA, go ahead, Donna. That TA website is pretty confusing. But if this is what you do when you go there, you go to the top and the drop down box. There's so much data on that website. You yeah, can how much it is. So there are a lot of drop down boxes. 
And what you want to go is to the one, I think it says administration or something at the top. And you come down to the bottom of that, it'll drop down. And then it will say State Board of Education. You click on that, okay? Then it takes you to the site where it has all the different State Board of Education members on the right side. You click on that. It'll take you to their pictures, their contact information, uh, where they're, you know, what their districts are, uh, how long they, uh, when they were elected, how long their term is. It'll give you all that information. So it's, Wonderful. it's a matter of having to, to go to the TEA website, knowing where to look when you get there, which is mm-hmm. there at the top. I think it's the second thing from the left. And you, it has a okay. drop-down box. And then you're going to see where it says State Board of Education. And then also, of course, on that uh, website are your your TEKS, your, your, your curriculum standards, uh, all mm-hmm. kinds of information, how the STAR test works, uh, on and on and on. It's just loaded with information. But first thing you want to know is about the State Board of Education. And let me just- it is absolutely loaded with information. Now, Donna, the, the primaries are coming up here March the 1st. We've got a little bit over a month. Why are these primaries so important? And why is it important for us to get in that box and go vote in the primary? Well, let me give you a good example. Okay. <clears throat> First of all, early voting starts 14th of February. Wow, February 14th. Yes, early okay. vote. So we just have a couple of weeks, y'all, and we need to get out and early vote and get all of our friends and family to do that. So I always early vote so I can say that if I die before Election Day, I'll know my vote in the ballot. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. All right, good. Okay, that's a good reason to go early vote. So do you think that this is important? Now, you just listened to what happened last time. Lanny Pomp a wonderful, godly Christian woman who is a teacher, okay? Lots of experience, lots of kids, four or five kids, wonderful, wonderful, godly woman, okay? Running in the San Antonio area. Of course, the State Board of, area, State Board of Education districts are huge, y'all. They have millions of people. They're much larger than your congressional districts or your uh, Texas legislator districts. So these people have a huge amount of territory to cover, okay? They may live in the northern part, and they may represent people clear on down. Well, Lanny Pop, uh, she was the one that was uh, uh, the whole area of San Antonio clear up to tra- and through Travis County. Wow. See, that's a big district. Okay, so here we go. You got Lanny. Okay. This Democrat comes up named Robert Morrow. Nobody knows who he is or anything about him. As far as his campaign donations, where they came from, he was never forthcoming about that. But guess what he loves to do? He posts, and this was actually in the Austin newspaper. And all of those links I have put in my article that I'm telling people to get about the state board races, because all of this is in there, believe me. All right. And the article was telling, as we all found out, that Robert Morrow has a Facebook page, and he puts on his Facebook page and is proud to do so and never once denied it, women uh, naked from their waist up. How lovely. We do want him over our kids, right? Oh, my goodness. He's running against against Lanny Pop. Guess what? He and she actually have to run up a runoff out of the primaries. That's how many votes he got, y'all. 
So then they run this primary thing. Well, she comes out of it, and then she has to run against Rebecca Bell Mero. And I'm going to call her RBM. Now, let me tell you about Rebecca Mero, who is on the Texas State Board of Education today. And everybody, by the way, on the Texas State Board of Education has to rerun this time because of, of redistricting. So every state board race is up for election, okay? Rebecca Bell Mitero, on the state board today, a Democrat, of course, teaches at Texas State University. She ran uh, two or three times against Ken Mercer. Ken Mercer was a wonderful. Do you have, do you, and Donna, I am going to have to stop you there because we have got to go to our, our break to hear from our amazing sponsors. So we're going to find out the difference that a few votes made in the last election to find out why our vote is so important. February 14th, it's coming up, friends. We're going to hear more from Donna Garner on the State Board of Education election uh, primaries coming up, early voting, February 14th, why you need to vote, what's at stake, and how to make it easy on yourselves. Friends, stay with us. We have our last segment of Love Talk. We'll be right back with you after this. Welcome back, friends, to Love Talk here on KTXW, The Bridge, Austin. We've been having a fantastic on, a conversation with our friend Donna Garner talking about leaders in uh, education electing well. Friends, there is an election coming up for the State Board of Education. It is the primaries, but boy, how important it is. When we uh, just finished up wrapping up our second segment, Donna was telling us about the last election and what happened in a district that had millions of voters uh, yet so many of those voters just stayed home. So many of those conservative voters, Christian voters, who should have been standing for godly values within their district, they just stayed home. Maybe we're just not educated, friends. Maybe we don't know about the process. We don't know how to get engaged. We don't know how to make it easy on ourselves because we definitely understand, boy, when you have to put the dinner on the table each night, you have to run to the grocery store, you have to wrap up work, and there's, you know, the kids are trying trying to get homework done or maybe uh, your grandparents and you're trying to fill in the gaps, helping your kids out. Life gets so busy. So we're trying to come up with some shortcuts for you today, friends. So we have Donna Garner on the phone uh, or in studio with us today, and she is telling us about all the information we need to know, the shortcuts that we can take to get informed. And you can contact her at wgarner, the number one, at hot. Dot rr.com. That's wgarner1 at hot.rr.com. Now, Donna, you were wrapping up for us this story about what happened in the last election. I'll let you go ahead and pick up where you left off. Right. I just did mention to you the fact that uh, uh, the uh, Lanny Pop was running and she had to run in the primaries against Robert Morrow, 
who loves to put naked women on his website, on the Facebook page. So uh, she beat him, thankfully, but she had to run against Rebecca Belmutero, RBM. RBM got elected. She was a Democrat. She got elected, and she's on the state board right now. She's up for re-election. She is a, she ran several times against Ken Mercer, who was a wonderful conservative Christian who served on the board for years and did a really great job. And he retired last year in January. So she then ran for that seat again. So we already knew all about her. We, who've been studying about her, did, but the public didn't evidently. So anyway, uh, she's a, uh, her, she teaches at Texas State University. She teaches film studies and so forth, and she writes books. And the books are about androgyny. She's an authority on, androg- on androgyny and also on the LGBT lifestyle. So she tells her students all about that. She is the person who's over over 6 million children in our state. And so coming up in these upcoming elections, Donna, uh, you know, who is running against her? Do we have good candidates? And again, where can we go to find out about those candidates? Well, that's the article that I've written that, that you write to me, that to the email address, and I will send you the article that has all of the different offices with very honest comments about all these different people. God has done a great job, though, y'all. We have some wonderful conservatives running this year. Really good. Uh, I'm very excited about uh, Aaron Kinsey, who is running against Jay Johnson. Jay Johnson's on the state board now, but Aaron Kinsey is a wonderful, wonderful, uh, he's a guy who uh, was in the military, uh, graduated from A&M, Yale leaders. I mean, I'm not Yale leaders, uh, what do you call it, the, the Corps. Yeah. In the Corps, mm-hmm. a wonderful guy, went into the military, has flown hundred and I think it's 130 combat missions, came back, uh, got his uh, master's degree in Harvard from Harvard, came back and lives in Midland, has his own uh, aerial flying company there. And he's a, a father, husband, uh, loves the Lord. Wonderful candidate. So we've got people like that, and all that information is on that deal. If you'll let me know, when you write to me, if you'll tell me what it is you want. You want to know about the races in in Texas, the State Board of Education, you can do that. A couple of other things I need to tell you, though. We're having coming up, and this is something else people can just ask me for. I'll be glad to email it to them. Uh, The board meeting, the state board meeting is coming up next week. And on the 26th, they're going to be discussing the positive character traits and personal skills thing that is going to be coming up as an issue uh, for first reading. So if you want information on that, tell me that. I'll send it to you. We also, one of the biggest things that I want people to send, and I'll just send this automatically to everybody, and that is the type one versus type two chart. Every parent starts there. Every person. You have to understand that there are two types, two philosophies of education, they do not mix any more than oil and water. Type one is fact-based, academic, right or wrong answers in life, right or wrong answers basically in the classroom on tests and on different instructional items. Type two, subjective, where you glorify people's opinions and their uh, feelings, their emotions, and everything's based upon that. You don't, and everybody has your own. I mean, absolutely. You know, it's my opinion this and my opinion that, and I feel this way and I feel that way. And so obviously I've got to be right. True? No. But subjectivity, of course, is what allows in the social justice agenda, 
which came in then with the CRT and, of course, the LGBTQ. It's all together. That's all type two. But the importance of seeing the chart is that it takes you as a parent or a politician or whoever you are, you look at the chart, and I designed this chart, and this is the chart that shows clearly what it looks like, what the material looks like, what is being studied in the classroom, what it looks like if it's type one versus type two. That is a very important thing. Another really important thing is this is what everybody should be involved in. You know, the, the, uh, we had a really good group of conservatives who got off the board in January last year. Before they left, their plan was, and they succeeded, in passing really good health education standards. Now, that, of course, includes sex education, okay? So those, that was passed, but our standards do not even mention the LGBTQ. There's probably not another set of standards in the United States that doesn't even mention that. Because they took the, they took this position, they said all sexual activity before marriage is dangerous for teenagers. Therefore, anything, any kind of sexual education, sexual activities before marriage are taboo for, for teenagers. So that, that's what was their position was and they carried it right through. So our health education standards are good. Now, the last, in the last two months, We've now adopted the State Board of Education, which votes on all the instructional materials, voted on the health education curriculum, okay, the ones that are on their list of adoptions or approved things. Now, it's now in the local school districts, and that's what you need to ask me for. I need to send you this information about what you can do in your local school district, the steps you take, to make sure that the IMs, that's what they call instructional materials or what we used to call textbooks, now they call it IMs because we have so many digital things. So the whole thing is called IMs, instructional materials. What's in the health education instructional materials coming that will be chosen for your individual school district. So that's a really good thing. All right. Well, I'll so tell you what. It's, I was going to say, it sounds like some parents have some really healthy choices for their individual schools. They just need to be making sure that those are the choices that are chosen and implemented by their individual county school boards. Absolutely. Because you see, Absolutely. the problem is this. Used to, you had a list of approved textbooks, okay? Then our dear, precious Texas legislature bought in, drank the lemonade, or the Kool-Aid, I guess you'd say, and they decided they would allow local administrators to use permit school funds to buy IMs for their local school districts without those materials having to be on the approved list. And see, when it gets on the approved adoption list by the Texas State Board of Education, that means those materials have gone through lots and lots of public hearings. These other materials that can be bought now by administrators who just want to use the permanent school funds, it's called Senate Bill 6 that caused all this havoc, they can use material, they can buy materials that come from New Jersey and Washington State and any place else by whomever, and they don't have to be aligned except 50% with our adopted teaks. So that means they're bringing in all this hooey-what. That means they can bring in health education <laughs> curriculum that has exactly what you do not want your child learning. 
Well, you know what, Donna, I feel like we could spend another hour with you easily, um, but we got to wrap up today. And listening friends, you know what, I did not realize that Donna Garner is 80 years old. At 80 years old, she is writing, she's reading, she's researching, she wants to help you and me with this process. Email her at wgarner, the number one, at hot.rr.com, wgarner1 at hot rr.com you can get all of this information from donna what a wealth of information you are donna garner i am so impressed with you friends it's never too late to do good things for the kingdom of the lord it's never it's it's always time it's always time to be doing good things for the kingdom of the Lord. Remember to vote. Uh, early voting starts February 14th. Actual election day is um, March the 1st. Well, the primaries is March the 1st. I also wanted to tell you real quick, quick, before we leave today, Collegiate Day of Prayer is coming up. And the Collegiate Day of Prayer is on, um, well, and I've lost my notes here. Let me find it. Collegiate Day of Prayer is coming up. If you go to collegiatedayofprayer.org, you can um, find a school to adopt and Pray for that school. Um, It's for the next 35-ish days. And there's a prayer guide. So if you just go to collegiatedayofprayer.org, you can find all the information there um, and and get rolling because the day is uh, February the 24th. Um, our local schools have been adopted, but you can sign up and adopt any school. And I would encourage you to do that. Friends, we love you so much. What a day we've had here on Love Talk. We look forward to being with you next week for my colleague, Kathy Endebrock. And for you, Donna Garner, we just thank you so much for being with us. I am Coach Carrie Brinkader, and we'll see you next time right here on Love Talk. 